Welcome to The Manifesting Formula. I'm Christine Rizzo. Last week, we talked about the first two steps to solving any problem. This week, we are digging into steps three and four. We want to learn how to solve our problems so we don't keep attracting more into our lives. So keep listening, my friends, to find out the next two steps to solving whatever problems you may have. So you can start attracting what you do want instead of what you don't want. Gorgeous friends, how are you all today? Guess what today is? Come on, guess. All right, I'll just tell you. Today is the Manifesting Formula's first birthday. We have been around for a year already. Happy birthday to my baby, the Manifesting Formula. Oh, and guess how many countries slash territories we are in? 92. We are in 2000. 561 cities around the world, and we have 34,848 downloads. Oh my gosh. We are growing, my friends, and it's all because of all of you out there listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we get into the second part of how to solve any problem so we can keep our vibrations high, because that's what it's all about, my friends, keeping those vibes high. I wanted to do a few things. First, I wanted to read a review that I received from Alexius Marie on Apple Podcasts. Her title was Believing in Yourself. And then she wrote, I just want to write this review and thank you for teaching me how to change the way I think. I've always been a very positive person and believe in myself, but your podcast gives me the reassurance that I need. Please don't ever stop. Thank you so much, Alexius Marie. I cannot tell you how grateful I am that you took the time to write me such a special review. Sending you hugs, my friend. I just want you to all know that when you write me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I will definitely read it on an episode. And I promise to read everyone's because it always feels good to hear your name mentioned. I remember being a little girl and one of the TV shows that I used to watch, they would make believe that they could see you through the TV. And they would call out different names during every show. I was always waiting for my special day, waiting and waiting and waiting. And guess what? It never came. They never called my name. (laughs) I felt so unseen, unnoticed. I would sit right in front of the TV waving at them. And they never once called out, hi, Christine. So I promise you that I will always acknowledge whoever takes the time to write me a review. Okay, it's time to come from a place of gratitude so we can feel those feelings of joy, happiness, and love. Starting off your day every morning from a place of gratitude is super important as we know and as you have listened in one of my past episodes that without gratitude, we are powerless. Being grateful is one of the highest vibrations that you can feel and one of the highest frequencies to be on. So tell me, tell me, what are you grateful for today? Today, I'm grateful for my health and that I know I'm always healthy. I always talk about how healthy I am, which means I'm speaking it into the universe and that it's my truth. So during the time that I took my personal me time so I can create content for the academy as well as for this podcast without feeling overwhelmed and not wanting to create, 
I wound up catching COVID from my husband, which was inevitable once he tested positive, though I didn't test positive until almost a week later. First, I want you to know that I never got vaccinated. It was a choice for me, and I felt very strong about not putting something in my body that I didn't agree with. I know I'm healthy, and I knew if I were to get sick that it wouldn't be a big deal. So this is what I wanted to tell you all. I didn't have the symptoms that my husband had or any of the other symptoms from the different variants, except I was tired more than usual. I didn't have a runny nose. I wasn't coughing. I didn't have a fever or a sore throat, though I tested positive for COVID. My husband had it so much worse. My symptoms were more like a common cold. Every day when I woke up, I would thank the universe for my health. I paid attention to what my body was telling me, and I took naps when I felt tired. I went to bed early when my body felt exhausted. I didn't tell many people that I had COVID on purpose because I didn't want everyone sending me messages and thinking about me being sick, especially knowing that I wasn't vaccinated. I was very careful with who I told, and I kept all thoughts about the virus out of my head. Anytime anyone would ask me how I felt, I would tell them I felt great, even though I wasn't feeling 100%. I was speaking my recovery into existence. I tested positive for COVID, but my experience was just a cold. And I know the exact reason why I didn't get as sick like many other people have. Let me tell you why. I know I am my own creator, and I know that I have the power to either manifest my illness or to control it. Since the virus came to the USA two years ago, I have never worried about this virus. I have never put attention toward it, and I have been saying since day one, I'm good. It's not happening to me. While everyone was putting their negative energy toward the virus, thinking and talking about it all the time, they help to manifest the virus. What we think and talk about, we create. When you don't want something in your life, you can't put attention toward it. Even by thinking you don't want it and the fear of getting it, you are thinking about it. You can't think about it at all, which is exactly what I did. Did I get the virus? Yes. Did I get vaccinated? No. And guess what, my friends? I just had a common cold. And if my husband didn't wind up catching the virus from being out with others, I would never have gotten it because I pretty much don't leave the house. (laughs) I mean, yes, I do, but I work out of my home, so I am here more than not. I'm happy my husband was vaccinated because he was pretty sick, but he also felt the need to get vaccinated for his reasons of protecting himself. I already know I'm protected because that is how we were created. What we think, we become. It's all what we believe. That is the power we all have, my friends. It is in each and every one of us. Get your journals out so we can add some more positive affirmations to the beautiful growing list that you already have. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, I am responsible for my own happiness. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Number two, positivity is a choice that I choose to make. And number three, I find joy in the little things everywhere. 
Okay, let's get into today's episode where we will be talking about two more steps in the process of solving any problem that comes your way. There's a lot of content here, my friends, that I need to share with you. As to why, I had to break it up into three episodes. I don't want you to miss out on what you need to know. So last week, I gave you the first two steps. Today, I'm going to explain steps three and four. So before we go into step three, the second part of this process is to figure out what you actually want. Most of us don't think about what we really want. We just wind up focusing on what's wrong, and we don't ever focus on what we are wanting. And when you continue to focus on what you don't want, you are going to continue attracting more of what you focus on. A great question to ask yourself is, how do I want to feel about this? Remember, my friends, we are talking about your problems. So ask yourself, how do I want to feel about this problem that I have? For example, when your child takes the $20 out of your purse, how do you want to feel about it? Do you want to be angry? Do you want to be upset? Or do you want to be understanding? Do you want to be curious? Do you want to be open about it? Do you want to be allowing? There's no right answer. The only answer here is that you get to choose how you want to feel. It's a choice. What one person chooses may not be what another would choose. There's no right or wrong. When we think about all of our problems in life, we can ask ourselves, how do we want to feel? And why am I not feeling that way? When you think about your problem, think about how you're feeling. It's about paying attention to your emotions, to the way things are making you feel. Recognize that the reason you're feeling the way you're feeling about your problem is because of how you're choosing to think about it. Problems aren't problems until we think about them. Our thoughts about problems are all choices. You know how there are some people that are just non-reactive when it comes to certain things and you wonder, how do they do that? How do they just stay all relaxed when something crazy is happening? It's because of the way they think, which I personally think is something everyone should learn. They should actually teach all of this in school that how we choose to think about things will determine how we wind up acting and will then create our results in life. Okay, let's get into step three, which is that you want to evaluate your reaction. The third part of this process is to evaluate what you're doing when it comes to your problem. Are you reacting? Are you feeling out of control? Are you avoiding and not dealing with what's coming up? Are you paying attention to your thinking? Are you paying attention to your feelings? Or are you just pretending they don't exist, which would be avoiding? Are you someone that is blowing up at people and yelling at them? Are you someone that is walking around with intense anxiety all the time? What are you doing when it comes to your problems? Remember, all of your actions are coming from your thoughts and from your feelings as well. When you start paying attention to why you're doing what you're doing, you will be able to discover your thoughts and your feelings to yourself. Your thoughts and feelings are the most important part to every problem because they uncover your thinking. I know that some of you may be saying, I don't really want to get to know myself or discover all the negative thoughts that I have about myself and about my life. But my friends, if you don't wind up doing the deep work, you will keep manifesting things to you that you don't actually want. That's why we need to clear all the shit out, all the things that have been buried inside of us for years. 
It's time to clean it all out. <laughs> okay? So when you think about a problem in a certain way, you're going to feel a certain way. And then you're going to act a certain way. For example, when I'm thinking about a mosquito flying around me trying to suck my blood, my thought is, I can't take these fucking mosquitoes. Then I feel really annoyed. My action is I stop whatever I'm doing to kill the mosquito and I stay completely still so it will land on me so I could squash it. <laughs> With lots of angry thoughts going on in my head, determined to kill the blood-sucking vampire bug, can you see that because of my feelings of being really annoyed, it gave me the reaction of putting all of my focus on the mosquito so I could kill it? And if I'm trying to get something done, the reaction I was having definitely isn't serving me. It has me fully focused on the mosquito and that the mosquito is the most annoying thing because it's the only thing I'm focused on. Can you see all that? <laughs> but if I'm working on something, and a mosquito is flying around, and I choose to think that this mosquito has no effect on me until I focus my energy on it, until I look at it, or until I turn away from my work and start focusing on it, then I can stay in a more peaceful, productive state and keep working. By choosing to think that one mosquito in my house has no effect on me until I allow it to will help me to keep my power by staying focused on my work or whatever I was doing instead of the mosquito. Now let's think about your problem again. What are you doing in relation to your problem when you feel annoyed, curious, or focused? How do you react? How do you want to be reacting? By looking at your actions, you can see how your thoughts and feelings are affecting you. When I teach the formula at the academy or in my coaching sessions, my students and clients love it. They think it's totally fascinating and they want to learn more about it. But the truth here, my friends, is that the formula is only powerful when you apply it to yourself and you have to actually apply it to your own problems. So ask yourself, when you think about your problem, what is your thought about it? What are you feeling when you think that thought? And then what do you do? This, my friends, is the secret to a happy life understanding that you have the power to control your thinking whenever you choose to. We can always change the way we're thinking if we're aware enough. We have to be aware that the thoughts that we are having are what's creating the problem. When we change the way we're thinking, we can solve the problem immediately because it's no longer on a level of a problem for us anymore. The new thought is now helping us find a solution. Step four is that you want to do the work. The fourth part of this process is about the people in our lives and our expectations of them. People can seem like problems to us because we've created a book of rules for them and how we want them to behave. We've tied our emotional life to whether or not they follow the book. And we don't even realize that we are doing this. We actually think that we have justified expectations of people in our life and that they should behave in a way that is logical. But what we think is common sense and what other people think is common sense is often very different. I think this is very important to remember. Adults have the capability and the freedom to behave however they want to, which includes you all as well. One of the challenges with some modern day therapy 
is that therapists will sit down, and this has happened with a few of my clients, and the therapist will say, what are your needs? Let's make a list of what all of your needs are, and then you need to tell those needs to your significant other, your mother, or whoever you are in therapy over. Then that person can try and meet your needs. This, my friends, is a recipe for disaster. It never works because we are responsible for meeting our own needs. If you're in a relationship with someone who expects you to fulfill their needs, they're going to be constantly trying to control you and no one is ever going to win. Whenever we think someone else's behavior causes our emotions, we have not only set ourselves up to feel negative emotion, but we've also set ourselves up to be completely powerless because the only way that we can feel better is if this other person changes. And that ain't ever going to happen, ever. Think about the people in your life for who you have a book of rules for. Do any of these rules relate to the problem you want to solve? Think about who you want to change and what you want them to do. This is a little bit different if you have children because you are responsible for training them. Also, if you're a boss, there are some things you need to do in terms of your expectations of training and guiding your employees. Training your children and employees is very different than a book of rules that you write for people in your life. Because the book of rules that you write for people says, if you don't behave this way, I'm going to feel an emotion. I know I mentioned that the parent-child relationship is different, but parents can also fall into making a book of rules for their children. Consider saying this to your child. If you don't clean your room, there will be a consequence for you. That's very different than you hurt mommy's feelings because you didn't clean your room. And that makes me feel very upset. That's actually emotional blackmail, my friends. It's important to separate those out and to remember that making requests of people and not tying your emotional life to them are expected as a normal part of life. We have no idea how emotionally attached we are to how we believe people should do things. We allow other people's behavior to affect us. We try to control how they should act. It's very screwed up. All so we can feel good. Clients come to me all the time saying things like, you're telling me I shouldn't tell my husband that he should take out the trash or I shouldn't tell my husband that he should be home on time. I tell them, absolutely tell him those things. Just don't let his response dictate your emotional state. You can make all the requests you want for as many people as you want. But when you tie your emotional happiness to whether they respond or not, that's when you get yourself into a whole lot of trouble. When you start banging your head against the wall, trying to manipulate them so they'll behave in a way you want them to so you can feel better, you've tied your emotions to their actions. That's when you're going to get yourself into a spiral of negativity. The alternative to having a rule book guide your thoughts is to take responsibility for them. If you make a request of someone and they don't honor it, you take responsibility for how you feel about that. You don't attach your emotions to their behavior. This doesn't mean that you stay with people who don't have values in line with your values or who don't live in a way that you want to live or that are constantly doing things that are against your values. I'm not suggesting that at all. What I am saying here is that trying to change them to be more like you want them to be never works. 
when we released all of those rules and expectations and we listened to the other person, when we listen to them and let go of what we want them to do, our relationships can change dramatically for the better. We can start understanding them from a different perspective that isn't clouded by our thinking, our beliefs, and by what we want them to do. So here's my challenge for you. Ask yourself if you are willing to give up your book of rules. Are you willing to let go of your expectations that are based on what you want in your life? Are you willing to instead focus all that time and energy on yourself by creating the best life that you can for you that isn't dependent on anyone else's behavior? I challenge you to let go of your book of rules for others and start letting others be, do, and behave how they want to, how they choose to, and whatever it is that helps create their happiness. Start focusing your energy around people who genuinely are doing things they want to do. I promise you, my friends, it's a game changer. Thank you all for listening to The Manifesting Formula and for spreading the word. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one where we will have weekly private coaching sessions, go to my website and sign up for a 30-minute consult. I will leave the link in the show notes. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Sending you all so much love, peace, and abundance. And if no one has told you today, I love you. See you next week. Bye. My friends, do you wish you could take a class that would really change everything? Well, I have amazing news for you. We teach that class at the Life Coach Academy. So if you or anyone you know is wanting to create a life that you will love living, this, my friends, is the class for you. Imagine a map that showed you how to get from where you are now to where you've always dreamed to be. Imagine that this map showed you the exact steps for you to create the life you have always wanted, all in a very clear and simple way. Our program teaches you how to use the power of your mind to make your dreams come true. Your mind is the most powerful thing that you have in the world. Everything you do and the reality that you create are all caused by the thoughts within your mind. When you learn to manage the thoughts in your mind and see how easy it is to create the life you've always wanted, you will be blown away. The Life Coach Academy has the most amazing tools to help you create incredible results in your life. All you have to do is follow the simple steps we give you. So what sets us apart from other coaching schools out there, you ask? We transform our students so they can transform their lives first. Our six-month certification program is filled each week with life-changing information that you will learn and apply to your everyday situations. Spirituality, meditation, love, and gratitude are the conducting threads of our program because we know that mindfulness is where your power ultimately comes from. The Life Coach Academy is the only coaching school that offers this kind of spiritual teaching in their coach certification program. And our training is taught live one hour per week online from the comfort of your own home by me and Caro, who are the founders of the Academy. As part of the program, you will also meet with us for a weekly private coaching session to help with your personal transformation. Our program is very personal. We wanted a more one-on-one experience with only eight students per class. So if you crave this kind of freedom and purpose in your life, we would love for you to join our incredible group of students who are changing their lives and the lives of so many others around them. 
Many students have taken this course for their own personal transformation, while others take this course to become certified coaches. Either way, your life will be transformed into the person you have always wanted to be. My friends, you'll create so much confidence within yourself by evolving into a person you didn't even know existed. And your personal transformation will become your professional resume, which is what the Life Coach Academy does best, creates incredible life-changing results. So if you love what you are learning from this podcast, and if you have an interest in changing your life to one that you will love, head over to our website at www.thelifecoach.academy to read all about our incredible course. What you are going to learn in this training is going to blow your mind. Are you ready to change your life? Click the link in the show notes because this class, my friends, is the first step to creating the happy life you have always wanted. <music>